Hello everyone, this is Africa Twice Podcast presented to you by Red Planet Society. This is Robson. I got my boys Matthew and George. Today we're talking about episode six. Oh, it's episode six, right? Yeah, episode six. six. So last time we talked about uh top five things we miss about home. Mm-hmm. We are supposed to do uh listeners top five, but we some listeners wanted more time, so we probably gonna do that sometime in the future. But today we're talking about stereotypes of Africa. And what we've been hearing about stereotypes, and we try to dismantle them today. Let's get it. <laughs> Before we go in, though, is it don't you, is it fair to say we've come a long way, or is it too soon? Absolutely, we came a long way. What? Can I you believe it's our no, episode six? Yeah, so, yeah. So it's gonna be our sixth episode. episode. Oh, maybe not that long. Six weeks. Yeah, six weeks. Well, six weeks is for we, college students. That's a long time. I think that's tough. We have two midterms in that period. That period of time. Yeah, man. Like it's been a lot, but I think it was good. Uh, it was a good ride. Uh, I'm pretty sure a lot of people are taking this uh, positively, and we appreciate your feedback. So we get feedbacks all left and right. Yeah, and we we I mean we rocking, man. What you feeling, Matthew? Yeah, I mean everybody's been great to us. Uh, I'm still a fan base. We have people who keep pressing me like, when is this dropping? When is it dropping? I didn't know you really liked that as so much, you know. So I think we are very appreciative, and um, yeah, we just we just um, appreciate your feedback. So just keep it coming, you know. And we try our best to like take into consideration, try to improve, and we try to get new voices onto the podcast. Because again, we know our voices can get monotonous sometimes. So we are working on it, and we are working on bringing like much more fire episodes. Yeah, absolutely. So today. We're talking about main stereotypes of uh, like Africans and and Africa in general. Yeah. Now, I'm sure all of you have heard of uh, different stereotypes, and we're going to try to cover the ones that we know about, or maybe the ones that we've heard ourselves uh, that pertain to our countries. I don't know. And then if hopefully we can get to all the ones you're thinking about as well. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, we'll start. I mean, we can start. So, why? What's the first um, on the list? I mean, I I want to start with. Uh, I don't know if that's exactly first on our list. Um, yeah, you can start with it. I want to start with the stereotype of how people think that Africa is, or Africans are related, like through like ignorance or whatever. If you're in Africa, then you don't have exposure to information, and and it's always something that is portrayed in like um the general like media, yeah. you know, and like. I feel like usually in the media, like they focus on the negatives, like of Africa, and it's very sad, especially as Africans. But then again, you think about Hollywood, right? Because, in my opinion, I don't know about you guys, right? But I think that whenever Hollywood makes a movie or whatever that they do, they think that their audience is not the Africans. They think their audience are maybe the people in the diaspora or like the Caucasians who will be watching those who don't have the actual access to information, right? I read one article one of these days and there was this Zimbabwean and he said he used to watch 30 Rock and he saw one of his favorite characters on 30 Rock and he was talking to the guy he said oh he's from Zimbabwe oh I'm from Zimbabwe I'm a big fan I used to watch 30 Rock and the guy and the guy asked him you watch 30 Rock how is that possible yeah and he said from that very moment he hated the fact that he actually did like the movie because the guy is trying to say that he's from Africa how does he have access, access to this kind of information? Like Africans, we don't have access to information. Like 
we don't have access to everything. Like we expect that to be ignorant, to be on the other side of the spectrum in terms of like having information. And I think it's ridiculous to say the least. We are in the 21st century. Yeah, the Wi-Fi at home might be slow. Like at home, I mean in my country, maybe it's better somewhere else, but we still have access. Yeah. Like I've watched, uh, I watch all, I watch 12 seasons of Grace and Adam in Ghana. I watched 12 seasons. Uh, like I watched, I, I watched a lot of shows in the US. Like, like, I remember Rothstein said once that he was making an argument with someone in basketball. And the person was looking down on you because he was surprised. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think this is what happens usually. Like, when you have a conversation with like, it might be like sports, it might be politics, it might be like world politics. And people look at you differently because it's like, wait, how, how do you know all this stuff? But you know, no, like, you know, yeah. But the problem is not the fact that I know this stuff is it's just that you assuming that I wouldn't know. Yeah. This is the problem, you know. Yeah. And I think the part of the reason for the, you talked about the media, a part of the media reason for this expectation like gap is uh is what the media is able to portray and what these people in like all these other countries are able to see about Africa. So I remember watching a movie about I don't remember what actor it was a it was a comedian and his family went move uh, went to uh, Africa in the movie. And the the parts of Africa they showed in the movie it made it look like like if someone watched that movie and didn't know anything about Africa they would they would just think oh it was just open like vast fields of like grass and just like animals roaming freely and everything being so like you know but um I think the media has like a very powerful platform and it's like not like very respectful to not use it you know to to help uh, educate people more let's not even think too far right let's think of coming to America we all I'm sure we all would and. There are people who grow up like and they go back and watch Coming to America. So like they have no idea of Africa. They've never been to Africa because I'm sure when people are thinking about destinations to go, they want to go to Venice or like other places. Yeah. Don't think about going to Abuja or something like that. Mm-hmm. No shots at your country though. But it's, <laughs> it's just what it is, right? So they see coming to America and they see like the prince in the palace and there are these zebras and all these animals. So like they think that you live with like all these animals and stuff. Like you don't actually like have access. You don't you don't know anything about what's going on in the world. You expect yeah. that to be lame. I don't know if that's the right word yeah, to yeah. use. Like it's supposed to, you expect it to be oblivious to like whatever is going on. And I, I think it's ridiculous to say the least. It really is, especially in this um times because there's globalization, like yeah. this information there's so much information out there. So like I think like this, do you think do you think I think it has to do like media too. The media they yeah, listen to. Is, you know? Oh, yeah. Media. Yeah, it is the media. It, it's the media they listen to. The media is feeding them that Africa is like, oh, poverty, like yeah. disease, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like backwardness, like lack of technology. Yeah, and the thing is, the media doesn't even need to say, like, the way the media works is they don't even need to say, oh, this is exactly how Africa is. All they do is, like, show you, like, pictures and, the way, like, our human minds just, like, automatically connect yeah. those things. Yeah. So you see, like, you continue to see these pictures yeah. of, like, Africa looking like, you know, planes and, like, yeah. animals running around. <laughs> and then it just, like, fits together. And then that's how you think of uh, Africa if, like, if that's what you're exposed to. Yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, I mean, like, my freshman year, like, people were asking me if I've seen, like, wild animals, like, zebra and stuff like that. And I'm like, <laughs> yo, I'm sorry. Like, the, the only animal I've seen probably, like, a donkey <laughs> and <then> like uh, <laughs> dogs. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's like, true. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. people think that, like, we live in a forest or some shit. Sure. What? So, like, <laughs> like, we live in a forest or something. Like, we don't live in a forest. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you expected to be a savage, like, <laughs> to be like a 16th century something. 
even though it might seem extreme, but and like some of our listeners, like we are not trying to bash anyone. Some of our listeners might really think, no, why are these guys being very extreme? But you never know. There are people who actually think like this. That's true. I mean, the president called uh, what shithole countries, whatever. Mm-hmm. If he thinks we live in shithole, what makes you think someone else wouldn't think we do, right? Some yeah. people would even think you live on trees or like yeah. you go to school under trees yeah. and use trees for shade. Like, yeah, absolutely. You know, and then the thing is, the thing is, like some countries, like now I forgot my train of thought, but I'm going to try. To, yes, I remember what I was yeah. saying. So, like, we do have an abundance of wildlife in some African countries. Yeah. Well, I think it's like it's not enough, to, like, to say that it's the whole Africa that has this yeah. wildlife. Because for instance, in Nigeria, we we don't do that well with wildlife. Like, yeah. Before I came here, no, not even just before I came here, up to a date, I haven't, I've never seen a lion. Like I've never front. seen a lion either. Like I haven't seen, I, the first time I saw a giraffe was like at a zoo in the US. So there's so many animals like I never really got to see. So it's it's kind of absurd to think that someone thinks that I live same, with these, like these same, guys. Because like people, like, you know what I'm saying? The way you guys, the way Americans civilize, we civilize too. Like, you know what I'm saying? People get it twisted. That most civilization are actually like most the like the early civilization were in Africa. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So people, people are living in cities. Like people have we have cities. You know what I'm saying? Like to actually to actually make that clear. Like, isn't it crazy to tell somebody like I'm a from I'm a I live in a city. People live in a city. Like you know, yeah. like not to say that people lived on countryside. People still live in countryside, but it's just the fact that. There's no other thing besides living a, like a wild, wild forest. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but like, uh, like going from this, like, you know, like the, there's an imminent, like, a stereotype against Africa in terms of like lack of technology, like, and the fact that even like students here, when the students come here to like colleges, there's like a, a certain, like, very subtle assumption that, oh, these people are not, like probably like, they're not that smart. Yeah. Like, like I'm probably smarter than them. That's what I think there's like a subtle, very subtle uh, understanding. Yeah. The issue you raised of like lack of technology, like I just wanted to go back to, you know, we had the first, the first episode about uh, Black Panther. Yeah. And I think that's one thing I like that Black Panther did because it showed like, yeah, it showed like an African country that succeeded, even if it's a fictional, but it tried to show that maybe like possibly there's an African country that like has technology and like was even able to develop it to such extent that everyone else needed them. I just think I like that, but that's at the side. Yeah, because when you think about it, like Tanzania, South Africa, Ghana produce like almost like a quarter of the gold in the world. Mm-hmm. Like Nigeria produce like a, a lot of good oil, oil and yeah. stuff. Like there's so many things um, I like Cote d'Ivoire, like all the chocolate people eat, they, they produce a lot of cocoa. Yeah, Usually like, we're not trying to say that Africa is, I'm not saying that you go to like Accra and like you see this hella development, right? It's, yeah. It's not gonna be like that, but don't expect to go and see huts in the capital. Like think that everybody will live in huts. You go to places that are less developed than others. Just as it is in every other country, you go to yeah. New York City, you see all these skyscrapers and stuff. You come to Easton, not quite, not yeah. that Easton is a bad place, but like there's that disparity. That's what it is everywhere. So like people actually do live in huts. Yeah, there are people who do like that, but that's like a section of the people, right? And that generalization. It's just very sad. Like back to Robson's question. If I had, if I was making conversation with somebody, asked me, would when you're crossing the roads to school, like do you see zebras? Do you cross with this? Like, yeah. Like how do you respond? If to I tell you that I live in the capital, I'm from the city or whatever, and you still ask me a question like this, like, 
But it's tough, right? <laughs> it's funny when you ask how I respond to that because yeah. sometimes I do like, like no, I just I like, play along actually, with the joke. No, this like, actually yeah. happened to no, me. No, it does like, happen, yeah. Like a dude asked me, like, yo, like, have you seen a zebra? Like, do you like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I and I was like, I didn't even take it like maliciously. I was like, <laughs> this guy just doesn't know. You know what I'm saying? I told him, nah, bro, like I live in a city and I showed him like I looked at him up and I show him I showed him a picture? video or yeah, something video. like that. It's like, oh, that's pretty cool, you know what I'm saying? But like I think it's just the media that they accustomed yeah, to. It is the well. media. It really is the media. Because our media shows us like so I think they do a great job of showing their country in terms mm-hmm. of like putting out shows. And like, when we see like American shows when we were home, yeah. like we have a good like deal of understanding of how America is. Yeah. Like to at least to a certain extent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they do a great job of like my me their their media their media they have a I mean they do a good job of like showing their country, but yeah. also their media kind of sucks to kind of like portraying that misconception of Africa. Like talking about technology, oh yeah, I just looked something up. Right? So there's a, like a traffic regulating robots in like Congo, like you know what I'm saying. Like this, there's still like people do like innovation and technology still happens in Africa. Like yeah. they're like drones, been drones like which are like really hot topic in like America right now, but they've been hot topic since 2013 in Nigeria. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like. Yeah. Like the Mercedes S class interior design is designed in like Congo, Brazzaville. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of technology that's going on, but people don't even point that out. You know what I'm saying? But these are some of the things that the stereotypes that we have. Uh, going from the technology, uh, we have languages. Language, like yeah, language is also language, another thing. Yeah. Like people expect you to. Just the thing, like, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like, just be. I, I think most Africans speak good English, over like although they have like, I, I'm I'm talking about students who study in the US. Right? Okay. Like my first two three weeks here, like people were telling me that like, oh like you speak good English, like am I ex- not expected to talk in English? Like <laughs> coming to an American school, like <laughs> what do you expect? Like yeah. do you you know what I'm saying? So then people kind of have the, kind of like I I already mentioned it like. Just because you have an accent, people assume that yeah. you might not be smart. A quick question: Like in Ethiopia, what's the like major language? So the language? the working official. the working official language is Amharic, okay. but like you wouldn't be lost if you talked English and like. But people definitely like, I think people are talking English, but it's just that the working language is Amharic. Yeah, in Nigeria, it's a it's schools. It's a schools in English though. Right? Schools in English. Okay. Yeah. yeah, in Nigeria, it's English. Too, and I think in Ghana, it's the same. So like. Like the things I've been speaking English all my life, like pretty yeah. much as long as all the people who like live here have been speaking English too. So it's kind, of, it comes across as like kind of annoying when people are surprised that I can speak English. But I guess they don't know that like my official language is exactly. English. I think they ex- expect that you speak some other language. Exactly. Like someone once asked me if I spoke Nigerian. <laughs> and that was tough. <laughs> that wow, was tough. that was tough. There's like I don't know. I think I read something today about like how there's 500 different languages, probably more, like in Nigeria. So like. To think that, like, let's just say Nigeria is like, think about that. Five hundred languages is one. Yeah, that is crazy. <laughs> like, just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, even in Ethiopia, like, I speak two languages, like local languages, right? Besides that, like, there are like eighty other languages that I don't haven't even heard. Okay, well. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. 
Like to assume that somebody, I would be, I think that would be too crazy if somebody told me like you do you speak Ethiopian. <laughs> no, and it's funny because like not not even just for us, us as Africans, right? You think about like many other international students, we learn many languages. I know many people here like in high school learn like Spanish or something, but they just learn it for credit. Some of us can actually speak other languages. Like I can. Some of us or uh, like or you. Uh, uh, well, for the most part, you know uh, what even I mean. The, even like, in this podcast, yeah. we we speak yeah, yeah, more we, than we like, we know more. Yeah. We know more than uh, one language. Marty, yeah. Marty speaks uh, Spanish, some French too. Yeah, he speaks all the uh, so the Romance language. <laughs> the Romance language. That's yeah. what we call in Spanish. Yeah, that's, what, that's what they call, right? I think so. Yeah, Matthew, like, put, yeah, I think I most think. of the Latin languages are like Romance yeah. languages. Whatever. But yeah, yeah most, most of us. What are you men- trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> no, other languages have Romance too. No, they just call Romance. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Yeah, it's just it's just the idea that if if you have an ac- accent, then it's like it's associated with you being like dumb. We never even really thought about having an accent before coming here. But then again, think about it, right? How many languages do Americans speak, right? Let's say for like in Ghana, like there are different tribes. So you have your tribe, right? No matter how educated your family is or whatever, they don't want you to lose that part of your culture. Yeah. So let's say you go to speak school. My dad would be like, you go to school, you speak English and whatever your friends, you come home, I have to let you speak Samarkan so that you can keep your language, right? So yeah. They try to always, even when I try to switch English, he tries to make sure that I get back on track with that so I don't lose it. And I, I appreciate that. So I have that. I have English and I can speak French and now I can speak Spanish. So it's like some of us have multiple different languages that we know. And even those who cannot speak their local like languages, like their tribal languages, yeah. they, they understand it, yeah. you know. And that gives you like... So just like thinking in multiple different languages, sometimes it makes even speaking difficult. Most people here, I don't want to generalize, but most people here, they only know English. When they're speaking Spanish, someone will say education, like saying education <laughs> in a way that you sit in class, you're like, what, what is this? You know? <laughs> and no one thinks about you as... Be- so think about if your Spanish professor is in front of you and you speak Spanish in that way, he would think you are being ridiculous, right? Yeah. So if you think of us as being like that, we actually don't know how to speak the language. Just yeah. that in a different tone that you would. It yeah. doesn't make us any dumber than... No, kudos to your parents, though, for uh, for speaking account in the house. Yeah, yeah because, absolutely. Uh, my I parents, think my family, like... Oh, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, my parents, uh, we... I'm Igbo. So, yeah. the Igbo tribe, we have our language, too, which is, like, one of the three bigger ones in Nigeria. Yeah. And uh, my parents spoke it to each other, but, like, I think I remember sometimes my mom would say, okay, starting today, we're speaking only Igbo in the house. Yeah. And, like, nothing else will be spoken. Yeah. And I'm always like, fine, because I know it's not going to last more than one day. Yeah. And then she starts speaking with for like two sentences. And then maybe she goes like to take a nap and then she comes out and then she's like, hey, George, like, what, what are we eating tonight? Like, you know, <laughs> and it's funny, but like they at least they try to make an attempt. Yeah. though. But I think like there was one time I wrote an article, uh, not an article, but uh, a paper for Spanish class. And I don't know if this like I think this might be simplifying things. But like I said something about how I was just trying to like finish up the paper really quick. So I came up with this idea that learning languages can help us like understand like each other more and can kind of solve problems and conflicts like knowing more than just one language oh, yeah. like yeah, I, I sure. don't know if that like that might be simplifying things a little bit but i think it might I think help it, it helps yeah uh, i'm about to so for me like i i already said i speak two local languages english yeah. and arabic right and like in my arabic class now like i'm probably like i i speak better in arabic than most students but like people surprised that you know what I'm saying, like how he like this guy's from Africa. How is he speaking in Arabic? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. there's always that subtle like p- 
people, you know what I'm saying, that like very like condescending kind of subtle way of looking at you. Yeah. Like someone sees me like, oh, your Spanish is very good. Like, yeah. of course it's good. Oh, of course it's and good. Like, Why did you not expect to anything brag, else? Not, not to brag or anything, yeah. but I am on the Spanish Honor Society. Oh, don't get it twisted. Yeah, don't like it's huh? it's it's funny. Like if you if you set your mind to learn something, you can. So I hate when like people try to like look down on you. Yeah, actually, something like that. It's it's. it's I think it's cool. Like uh, I don't know if he minds it, but like my one of my boys, Henry, right? I don't know if you guys met him. He oh, yeah, speaks yeah, like seven languages, yeah. right? He's 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 a dude from like Pennsylvania, right? Like yeah. he's from like you know what I'm saying? Like you wouldn't expect. Him to know seven languages, yeah. but when he when I had a conversation with him, like he says that like he built that cultural empathy because just he learns some music and like, and he learns their music and then that way he learns the language and then like just because he's trying to learn the language he learns the culture. Yeah, you learn about the people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like on top of that, like you broaden your horizon and then you get out of this like very like media based, very like brainwashed yeah, kind true. of thing. Yeah. That you you just branch out that that cloud and you see like when you see him you see that he's really totally different right. and he starts to see like the BS yeah um, yeah the BS forgive yeah. me for the, but yeah, yeah BS like, <laughs> the yeah. media and like in yeah. terms of how they portray yeah. like, and, things yeah and like and also kind of, school school like somebody, if you met somebody like and if you're speaking their language isn't it like when I met him first time yeah he was saying like uh, some Amharic phrases he was like. Uh, salam no, and I'm like, wait, he actually made effort. And now, you know, sometimes people like think that it's cool, but like he actually made effort. And I was like, oh, that's actually cool. It like, gives you that kind he, of comfort. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know that someone, know someone cares. Yes. cares like speak that. It brings that kind of unity. Like me learning Spanish made me very em- um, empathetic. Is that yeah. the word? Yeah. Like to like show more empathy to like other things that happen, mm-hmm. like maybe Hispanics or Latino, like Latin American yeah. countries. At first, whenever I used to think about like colonization, whatever I thought about it in like an African sense, and I think about it more in like African and Caribbean, so like stuff that happened in Cuba, in Jamaica, mm-hmm. Saint Kitts, like all those other countries, right? It makes you understand. It gives you a much more global. It makes you a much a global citizen. I mean, it, that's not the only means, but like just you know learning like different languages and all these things. It just it just helps. Yeah, absolutely, man. Like going, you know, like the assumption that. Uh, the assumption that uh, like Africans are poor, that's also a stereotype. Like all Africans are yeah, poor. Yeah, that that is that's a stereotype. But I think I don't know if you look at like, you know, the thing George, is George is not poor. <laughs> I'm not poor either. Don't worry. Um. <laughs> <laughs> wow, George. I think I need a loan. But um, I think the thing is um, I don't even know how to explain. But like. The thing is, a lot of African countries and like cannot be termed as. I don't think any of them. Sorry, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, but I don't think any of them can be termed as like developed countries. Yeah, no, but, yeah, like the way US or uh, yeah. Spain or like some of these other countries might be termed. Like most of them are developing countries, and I think like yeah, well, like while it's bad to think that we're just all like poor people yeah. in Africa, that's like definitely bad. But at the same time, like we all, like it's just okay for them to know that like it's okay if they just knew that all right, yeah, there's a lot of poor people. But you don't like need to generalize, it's like saying everyone is poor. Yeah, no, there there really are there really are I mean, a lot of why, poor people. Yeah. There yeah. really are. Like, like no one is no one is yeah. arguing that compared to other countries, there really are a lot of poor people. But there's a new like burgeoning like middle class like from Africa yeah. and like many people like who are really like highly educated and like 
you know, very globalized, like, citizens. So, like, it's kind of sad to just, like, throw out, like, generalizations like that. You know, it, it really it really is bad. Um, so, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how these things are going to be changed. I think first it's just the media, but the media should know that even if they don't, first of all, if they if they try to think of their audience as not being like Americans who have no access to like actual like situation in Africa, because if you are telling a kid that this is Africa and the kid doesn't know what the kid is being taught is what the kid is doesn't doing. have in his mind. Yeah. So if me as an African, if I watch it back home, I'm like oh, I'm trying to watch this American show, but then they portray my country like this. I'm like, well, it's not exactly this way, though, right? And yeah. you're making someone else think like that, and it makes it it makes it very difficult. Yeah. So I think first of all, the media should know that first. It's the global world. There's YouTube. There's whatever. I'm sorry to tell you, whoever doesn't think that I have access to YouTube or Netflix <laughs> or whatever. There's Netflix in Ghana. There's YouTube. There's all these things. There's internet. I can literally Google stuff too. <laughs> just Let like them know. <laughs> yeah. So it's crazy. So like when they when they get to realize that we also have access, then they would be much more conscious about the kind of information they put out there because they knew they would know that they'll be critiqued for that. Yeah. You know? And like it will help people to like educate themselves because like in this age, in this day and age, very few because usually like stuff from books are mostly accurate. Correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah. stuff from like textbooks or storybooks are usually very accurate. But the things you see on like TV shows or commercials, true, and stuff, those are the ones that are really false. But these days, how many people like to read? Kids these days like technology, be on their phone, like <laughs> go on the internet and watch stuff. Watch short so, videos. Yeah, yeah, watch short videos. So if those stuff actually portray Africa more, I, like in a, in a better way, like you can show the negative so that people have empathy to the things that are happening if they can support and help in any way, fine. But you also have to show the positive. Don't just make people think that, oh, we all live on trees because it's, it's just very like I've never encountered this, but I don't know how I would feel if I saw someone and the person asked me whether I lived in a hut or I live in trees or do I live yeah. with these animals or like are there zebras like walking at the back of my house or like what? What yeah. does that even mean? You said like, something earlier it? about how you feel like a sense of comfort when like someone when you, you talk to someone and they actually, you know, try to find out something about your country or yeah. about your continent. Yeah. And and that's true because I remember in freshman year, I did meet one I met one I met one guy whose name will be withheld. Okay. Even though I'm sure he'd love me to say it. Yeah. But um, I met someone and he said, uh, I remember I, I started talking to him and he said something about, he didn't know much about Nigeria that first yeah. time we talked. Yeah. I think later on during orientation, I think the next uh, three days later, yeah. he mentions uh, something about a goosey soup. Yeah. And I don't know why, just, but it just uh, made me feel like, because at first when I met him, I was like, he didn't know anything. Okay, it's just like many other people I've met. Yeah. But all of a sudden, like I felt this like comfort, you know, sense of like, all right, I'm cool. Maybe yeah. I can actually like talk to this guy a little bit. And he was like, he read about some recipe because he's on some cooking like cooking club. Oh. And then they were gonna try to make like a Nigerian dish. And that's how he knew about it. And I just like I think that felt good. So yeah, I think those kinds of things really can uh can help. Like, so how about the fact that you know how I mean, of course, people associate Africa with like bad like governance, like a lot of corruption. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of countries who do not have those things or maybe doing well, right? Or or some of the things that like just that, that shows really like, I don't know, it shows just lack of information about Africa. Like Sarah, uh, like Ellen Johnson, Sarah Leaf, she's done a tremendous job. I think she's won a Nobel Peace Prize award to like the 
the president the library no is she currently no yeah, actually George Lea is the president yeah, yeah. yeah but the former president of Liberia like the female like a female president in Africa who would, who would even have thought right yeah. but, but like so when people think that Africa is not as progressive it's just very sad because there's there's a great deal of like people coming out of the continent who are just and females too who are just like having yeah. like big positions like very yeah. powerful in like in terms of politics in terms of stuff yes there is a lot of corruption but there are people who are like tripling down like trying to get corruption out of the system even though i i tend to be an afro pessimist which is sad but not that i don't want the development of my continent but <coughs> usually i feel like these things are going to take a very long time but still we are many people who are making efforts like we are not like backward like thinking people yes we are we might be behind in technology we might be behind in development it doesn't mean we have no development at all it doesn't yeah, that's mean the thing. it doesn't mean we have no technology at all i'm not saying we have equal technology as the us yeah. no. but we have basic stuff if you have wifi yes i have wifi if you have cable i have cable maybe <laughs> different type of cable because yeah. i'm not about to watch like um nascar <laughs> or whatever because it's not big there but something that's big in my country i do have access to it i know? think that's the whole point it's like Yes, yes, it's it's not developed as the U.S. or the European Union, whatever. But it's still like there's development. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the only reason we're back is for a lot of other stuff that we're not gonna address today. Yeah, yeah. And sure? there's also yeah. a lot of other reasons why we are behind. You know. True. Um, I think we had a good uh one of the things that we wanted to talk. I don't know if yeah. you want to mention some other thing. No, that was it. That was it. I was just gonna. I was gonna say something about the governance thing, but I. I think we should leave it for another. Like yeah, the, yeah, the episode on uh, politics and deeper uh, than just yeah. stereotype. <laughs> that should be a fun one. Yeah, I. I think it's like we mentioned media. We mentioned a lot of like me, just media programming. You know, like people put out some misconceptions which might be on purpose. It might be like propaganda to, you know what I'm saying? Like there are a lot of stuffs behind the scene. And that's what we're trying to do. Like our podcast is just basically showing you what Africa means to us in terms of the people coming. Like we're discovering Africa by Africans. Like we're discovering our experience so that you see a glimpse of what actually Africa is. You know, mm-hmm. not just what you hear from Fox yeah. News. And to see like how we assimilate when we move uh, from Africa to uh, US. Yeah. As well. <clears throat> yeah. So the conclusion is just we're not just a shithole. Uh, tell him I said that. <laughs> Enjoy this podcast next week. We'll be back next week. And before we leave, I want to remind everyone that we upload new episode every Monday. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes and SoundCloud to get daily notification. Also, follow us on Red Planet Society on Instagram for updates. Feel free to send us your comments on there. Share the podcast with friends. Go crazy. We'll be back next week with even a better episode. Bye-bye. Peace.